remember an argument I had with my mother when I was 17. It was around this. I wanted to get a Jeep. <laughs> and my mother was convinced I didn't need a Jeep. I don't remember the whole argument, but I do remember that the argument ended with me making a very harsh statement, which was, Mom, why do you hate me? I'm sure many of us have either made that comment or had that comment made to us in some way or another. Long story short, I ended up um, somehow winning that argument. I did get the Jeep. But these homilies are recorded. I should be careful. Um, Mom was right, right? I didn't need that Jeep. I had not yet seen an itemized insurance bill of how expensive Jeeps were. I did not realize that gas would not forever be $1.25 a gallon and that a vehicle that gets eight miles a gallon is not a good vehicle for a kid who works across town. And that there was more to life than just being cool. So the next time, um, parents, the next time your son or daughter has that argument with you and might be several years, right, has that argument with you and says, why do you hate me? The answer can be, because Jesus told me to hate you. <laughs> That's what we hear in today's gospel, right? If you love son or daughter more than me, you're not worthy of me. If you love father or mother more than me, you're not worthy of me. And unless you lose your life, and take up your cross daily, you cannot be my disciple. Those are hard words to swallow. I want to look today at what does it mean, one, to be a disciple, and two, to be a family that lives as disciples. Jesus gives us a pretty good dose of what it means to be a disciple in our gospel today. It means that we live with singularity, that our one focus is relationship with God. And we know that God himself is a relationship. That's what we've learned from our very first days of catechism. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Right, That perfect love shared between the Father and the Son, sends forth the Holy Spirit. And then in our theology, further we learn that the love of husband and wife and a family is the sacrament, is the image for us of Christ's love for his church. And so in this, we can wrap this together and see that Family can draw us into this image of what it means to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. So first, individually, what does it mean? It said singularity. My one vision is that relationship with God. Every decision I make 
the means to make that decision is how does it affect my relationship with God? Every purchase I make, every appointment I make, every TV show I watch, every social media post I like or scroll past, all of that is influenced by its effect on my relationship with Christ. And so what does Jesus tell us? If our left hand causes us to sin, cut it off. If our right eye causes us to sin, pluck it out. We have to remove those things from our lives that separate us from Christ. We can look at our world today and many um, Christian scholars look at our world today and think that we're pretty close to the state of the world that the apostles would have preached to. That by and large, most of the Gentile nation they went out to were focused on self, self-preservation, building up of self, and not on God or even a belief in God. The difference we have in today's world is that we're dealing with people who once believed in God or their parents or grandparents once believed in God. And so those values and those structures of that still surround us, but they don't believe. And so we see increasingly the hostility towards living out a Christian faith. And I pose that to live out a Christian faith, we have to be comfortable with persecution. We have to be comfortable with not being liked. We have to set aside this fake virtue of tolerance and be able to be singular in our vision. Does something lead me to Christ or does it lead me away? I think we can bemoan that our culture is falling apart. But here's the fact. It took hundreds of years for Western civilization to be built up into a culture that held Christian values. Right? We look at the, us really being the first country, as we get close to celebrating Independence Day, right? us being the first country that really held as a core principle the dignity of the human person, which is at the core of the Christian faith. 1700 years since the coming of Christ right, for that to be inside of a government. So it's going to take hundreds of years to build up a culture. So probably in our lifetime, as much as we stomp our feet and say, turn around culture, we're probably not going to see that in our lifetimes. And so we have to look at ourselves and say, do I tolerate those elements of our culture 
in myself? The answer is that I shouldn't. The answer is that I should deny myself daily. That I should lay down my life. We look at the main virtue of our society right now is personal, personal autonomy. What does that mean? That I make decisions for me, I control my own fate, and I am the greatest good. If we use the example of marriage, if that's lived out in a marriage, that's disastrous. What do we see as the most fruitful marriage to live? Right? The husband lays down his life for his wife, and the wife lays down her life for the husband. The most important thing in the husband's life and the decisions he makes is the good of his wife and the most important things in the life of the wife and the decision she makes is for her husband. That's the image that we're given in St. Paul of Christ's love for his church and it's the image we're given of what it means to lay down our own lives. That it's not my own self-interest that comes first. So what does that mean in family life then? Right? The decisions that we make as a family lead to that reality of teaching our sons and daughters to lay down their own lives. To not put those moments of happiness Right, which is really not the right word. Happiness is something that lasts and is eternal. Right? Just these moments of satisfaction first and instead of putting others first. That we look at every decision we make and ask that essential question, how does that affect my relationship with God? And so when those arguments come up with kids, right? Can he get a Jeep? Should he get an iPhone? How old is too old? How young is too young for an iPhone? Right? Can he go hang out with these kids? This, that, or and the other, right? The essential answer to that is, how will it affect their relationship with Jesus Christ? That singularity of vision is what it means to be a disciple of Jesus Christ.